Welcome back to The Outright Effect, a podcast in which unique perspectives challenge us to be better versions of ourselves. I'm Tempsey. And I'm Shelly. And today we're talking all things periods. <laughs> I know it's an awkward subject, but they're a natural thing that happens to females. And it can kind of be, you know, stigmatized a little bit. Nobody wants to talk about it. So, and it kind of can make people feel a little bit embarrassed. So we wanted to kind of share our perspectives on how, you know, throughout the years we've dealt with periods and symptoms and things of that nature so that maybe, you know, other folks might not feel so embarrassed about it because it is a natural thing. We all go through it. We all have different experiences with it. So we thought we'd talk about that today. Yeah. And it, I mean, if, you know, honestly, it's up to you if you want to continue listening, totally your choice. If this is not your jam, we have a lot of other episodes that you can listen to. So but we'll definitely keep it as PG as possible. Not, <laughs> yeah, not we're gonna not going to get into like dive into in-depth conversation on it. I think it's just kind of like pretty much the basics. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's start from the beginning, Shelly. How old were you when you first got your period? So I think I was in fifth grade. Um, I know that by then I was already aware that it was going to happen at some point. We talked about it in school. And obviously, you know, I was at home with both of my parents. So, you know, seeing my mom kind of go through it and deal with it. I mean, it wasn't like a weird thing to me. Like it wasn't something I was scared about or anything like that. Um, I mean, at home, like I didn't have a full on conversation with anybody about it. But I think it was just something that I observed that happened you know, regularly. I don't even think I was keeping track how often, right? I mean, if you're like really young, you're just kind of like, oh, you know, this is happening to my mom or whatever, right? Right. And so I think I was like generally prepared for when it happened. I I, I don't remember being freaked out or anything like that. Um, I have heard stories where, you know, young girls out there didn't really know anything about getting periods and it kind of freaked them out for the first time because nobody had brought it up or talked to them about it at home. Um, but yeah, that's generally, you know, the first time, like, you know, the intro intro to the topic. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's some other things that I'll go into detail a little bit later, but what about you, Tempsey? When's the first time this happened to you? Were you surprised? Were you like, oh, there it is. <laughs> I was in like fourth or fifth grade around the same age. Um, but I was also as educated about it in school. It's not like it was a surprise, but I do remember being scared of cramps, not like debilitating scared. It was just like, Oh, that's going to be painful. And I was right to be scared because it was painful. <laughs> um, but everybody has their own experience. Mine just happened to be very painful. Um, but it was funny because the doctor asked if they could x-ray my hand and compare it to an adult's bone density because it was, they considered it to be a little bit early for me to be getting my period. So it was weird that they asked me to do that, but they compared it to like an adult's hand. And um, it turned out that my bone density was like an adult already. So that was kind of weird. That's interesting. I've never, I've never heard of that before, but I also, I don't know anyone who's gone through that kind of like process to examine that situation either. Me neither. It was super weird. I don't know why they <laughs> wanted to do that, but they did. Yeah. I think, I think too, like, um, at the time I had a friend who was a couple years older than me. And I think, you know, there was another girl that I was close to in my class and they were, I mean, clearly my friend who was a couple of couple of years older, this was already happening to her, right? Like she was already having her period and stuff like that. And so I think, you know, that kind of helped like 
hearing stories from friends, like people, girls who were my age at the time, rather than just like hearing about it at home from my mom. I think that kind of made it maybe a little bit easier to like digest what was going to be coming up for me. Um, so, you know, I mean, I think, I think it was great that I had friends to talk with about it. And I think, you know, after my period happened for the first time, I was already aware. I mean, we did also talk about it at school in class. Like, I think they had separated the girls and the boys to like have this conversation or something like maybe took them into another classroom or something like right. that. So I already kind of knew like what to do, like, like, you know, like I should carry a pad on in my backpack or whatever the case might be. And kind of how like that might pan out you know I don't remember like clearly what was going on but I don't I I don't remember being like oh my god like what is you know like I wasn't overwhelmed or anything like that and I think you know at that point um, I just had mentioned it to my mom and it was just kind of like okay like oh it's happening now okay and that that was it (laughs) that's like the least traumatic experience (laughs) I've ever heard of in my life (laughs) like yeah that was pretty much like the end of story and she I think she just asked me like if I had everything that I needed like like, do you need me to go to this store for anything? Or, you know, if you need anything, here's where I keep my stuff. Like you can use it, like feel free, like help yourself. I think basically that's just end of story. That's just what it was. And then, and then it just carried on until present day, except I don't share anything with my mom anymore, you know, and I'm not at home and, and I'm not that young, but you know, I mean that literally that, that was pretty much it, but it sounds like you have a more interesting story than me, Tempsey. Well, because I got it earlier than we anticipated, we didn't, we weren't prepared. Like even though I had the knowledge of, you know, what it was going to be like, we weren't prepared because we didn't anticipate it happening until later. And so we didn't have anything ready at home. And my mom was working and couldn't leave. So my stepdad had to pick me up. And he had to take me um, to a pharmacy to ask because he didn't know what to do. And it wasn't like he had a cell phone, he could just call my mom. You know what I mean? It was like, back in the day cell phones weren't around like ready in your pocket and all exactly that stuff, right? I don't remember like w- the point from when I found out that I had it to the point where he picked me up I don't know what happened because maybe I blocked it out because it was too traumatizing because if you have it in front of your friends and you know something it's showing some way I think that would be probably kind of traumatizing, but I don't remember that at all. I just remember my stepdad picking me up, taking me to a pharmacy and asking them, like, she's in a lot of pain. What do I do? Because I I had never felt that pain in my life ever. And I was like, what's happening? And so they told him to get some um, Minol, I think it is. Is that what, is that a menstruating or like a like a period remedy, I guess. Like yeah, like a PMS thing. You. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. So mitol and a heating pad. And then, of course, pads, I think. So we picked that up. We went home and I was like on the ground <laughs> just trying to stay, feel like I was just trying to stay alive and had a heating pad on. Oh my God. That's like major cramps. Like I've never had that happen to me. Oh my gosh. I got it every time, man. And the mitol didn't even work that well. So I had to move over to, cause mitol I think helps maybe with the hormones too, which I, I don't know, but I moved over to Advil and that worked, which is a little bit stronger. Tylenol definitely did a killer. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've read like the ingredients in mitol before and there's like caffeine and like a little bit of painkiller in there, which I'm just oh. like, what does this do? <laughs> Maybe it helps but, with okay, hormones more know. than anything. Cause you know how you get like, you know, you may get a little bit 
uh, more cranky or I don't know, maybe it helps with that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't imagine that uh, you could buy something <laughs> to make you hormonal less cranky. over the counter. Well, caffeine you know? like, makes think... me less cranky. <laughs> but, <laughs> so it's, but caffeine isn't impacting your hormones. It's just making you awake. <laughs> I'm just joking. It does make me less cranky though. But yeah. And then I definitely leaked once in junior high. And that was traumatizing too. Oh yeah, I feel like that had happened to me at school, maybe like in junior high school or high school. I can't even remember, but I think at that time I had a pretty like good network of friends, you know? Right. And I think we're, I, I feel like I want to say we're pretty open about like talking about it. Like we knew when somebody else had their period or whatever, like it wasn't a big secret or anything Definitely. like that. So we would share stuff with each other or like, you know, if somebody was, if your friend came to you and was like, Oh my God, I didn't know it was going to start today. Like, do you have anything? Right. And you just like give it to them and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I did have some friends who, um, and I don't, I, I mean, the way that I'm going to say it is going to sound stereotypical, but I, they were, they were athletic. And I think maybe because they wanted like an, like an extra long sleeve shirt to wear after practice or something like that. So sometimes they just had these things regularly on them. So sometimes we would like borrow a sweater or like, you know, another shirt so we could like tie it around our waist kind of situation if that came up. So I feel like there was a relatively good support network through yeah. my experience anyway. Yeah. Same here. Um, somebody just let me know quietly. And I, in that time, flannels were a thing. So I just right tied my flannel around my waist and you know, but on with your for, day, kind of like, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, okay, waited yeah. till school got out and just made sure I was like extra cautious and careful and borrowed something from somebody. So it was, it was fine, but it was still like, it's all in the back of your head. So you're like stressing in your mind of, oh my gosh, is somebody going to see it? Is it going to like go through the flannel? Like, what's happening? It's not very um, right. yep. conducive to high school or I mean, junior high, but nothing you can do. So what about PMS, Shelly? Do you get it? How do you deal with it? You know, it just got worse when you got older? Yeah. So to be honest with you, I never really had PMS when I was younger <laughs> or cramps or anything like that. I, I've only had mild cramps a few times in my life and maybe twice where it was like, quote unquote bad, but I don't think it was nearly as bad as like lying on the ground or praying for my life or anything like that. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I would say I'm more likely to get headaches, not a lot, but maybe like one or two days every few months related, maybe related to periods. I'm not really sure to be honest with you. But the only thing that I really noticed is that my skin used to get a little bit oilier when I was like a teenager. Um, not so much nowadays. I think that I've kind of maybe like grown out of it or whatever the case might be. But I've definitely heard of people like feeling really sick, having headaches a lot or a lot of other symptoms, cramps. Um, and to be honest with you, the only time I've ever had any symptoms similar to that is when I started using birth control several months ago. So I know that might sound weird to some people, um, you know, starting birth control in your mid 30s. But the reason why I use it is actually to balance out my hormones because I found out that I have this thing called PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, and, you know, I would just say that if you're like a woman out there who are, is just kind of like noticing something that you feel like might be kind of off because for me, I've always been irregular with my period. I never really got it on time, never really knew when it was going to show up. And I know that's more common when you're younger, like when you're first getting it, probably through high school, maybe a little bit through college. 
but I just never got on a natural routine. It just never happened. I would skip like six months. Um, my normal was getting my period about every two months. If it did actually show up every two months. Wow. And so that prompted me, you know, this was maybe like three years ago. So literally in my thirties, this was still happening to me. And that's what prompted me to go and check with my doctor. So, I mean, long story short, hormones are really weird. You guys like listen to your body, consult with your doctor. If you think something is going on that shouldn't be. Um, and at the end of the day, like with PCOS, so one, um, I do go to an endocrinologist now and she said, I'm not a typical, like looking at me, some other, you know, um, health, issues or whatever you want to call it. I don't have those things that would be, you know, more common with somebody with PCOS. So I'm kind of like this anomaly situation for her. Um, I do have lower levels of estrogen. So essentially I'm taking birth control so I can get the regular amounts of estrogen that my body doesn't currently produce. Um, for bone health. So I, 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 through this process, I also found that I have low bone, bone density for somebody in their thirties. And that would make me more likely to get osteoporosis later in life. Um, so taking birth control now is going to help me in the long run, along with calcium and vitamin D because I'm also vitamin D deficient. So all these things are working against me. So meanwhile, I'm not getting cramps, but I have all these other problems that I think are, are worse longer it term. It all balances out, I yeah. guess. And, and to be honest with you, the only time I've ever started to experience some of these weird like symptoms that may be PMS related is after starting birth control. So I was literally like getting hot flashes, like sweating, like through the night, I was like oh my god I'd have to like wake up every single night for like two or three months in the middle of the night to like go to the bathroom I was like I wasn't drinking water right before I went to sleep I don't understand what's going on but um yeah but I don't break out or get cramps I don't know which one's worse you tell me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know but that's that's crazy I mean it's I don't have those things anymore. It's kind of, it's, I think my body's gotten used to it. So I'm not having any like crazy, like hot flash situations or anything like that. Right. So thank goodness. But yeah, that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? It sounds like you've had quite a bit of PMS <laughs> symptoms, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I, it's run the gamut cramps, bloating, breakouts, attitude, bitchiness, you name it. I got it. <laughs> and it's funny because I used to question my husband's fidelity, but only during that time. And he would give me the funniest looks like, are you serious? And he stopped me one time and said, you only do this during this time. So can you please try to stop? Because it makes me feel really crappy that you don't trust me, but it's like only during this time. So he knew Aww. that it wasn't that I don't, it's not that I don't trust him. It's just right my hormones are out of whack. And so he's like, come on, please. So whenever I start feeling that way um, during that time of the month, I just think to myself, like, what has he done to make me feel this way? Or what does he do to make me feel good about our relationship? Has he been secretive? Has he lied to me? No, like he hasn't done any of those things. Has he been spending less time, you know, from the house or away from me or not responding to calls or texts? Never. He actually texts me more and (laughs) I barely (laughs) text back. So, I mean, I think, you know, it's definitely because of, you know, your hormones going crazy. Um, So when I think about those things and ask myself those questions, I feel a lot better after. And then I don't kind of impact him by bringing them up. 
you know, cause... and I, and I think, yeah, I think it's good that, you know, he noticed this and brought it up to you. So then you're aware you're like, wait, yeah, that's weird. It's happening this same time all the time. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, that, that's a good thing, right? He mentioned yeah. it. He's very perceptive. So he, he, you know, tries to think about it and yeah. So that's a good thing. It's good to have a, a good partner who kind of thinks about it and doesn't really like recognizes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So with your PMS symptoms, do you have any cravings? I do. I crave chocolate and sweets in general. And I just generally feel hungry, like, especially with dieting. Right. I, most of you know that I was on, I've been on keto for some time and I took a break there for like a little bit, but on keto over time, you don't crave things like sugary snacks anymore if you're very strict about it. But when I'm, you know, approaching that time, I start to crave like chocolate and stuff. And so I'll have to eat a little bit of peanut butter to try to get a little bit of sweetness without too much sugar or carbs. And that usually helps. But then I'm like generally hungrier. So it's like, this kind of defeats the purpose of a diet. If you're hungry all the time, it's like, <laughs> it makes it even more difficult, you know? But what about you? Do you have cravings? I feel like I just generally want chocolate, but Tempsey's worked with me and she knows that I usually want chocolate every single day at around three o'clock <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why that is. It doesn't really so happen weird. as much anymore, but um, yeah, before like literally out of nowhere, I'd just be like, I want chocolate. I'm like, why is it three o'clock and why do I want chocolate right now? Anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't feel like I want a lot of sweets during that time. Like there's nothing I'm necessarily like craving. But yeah, I just want chocolate all the time. So I don't eat chocolate. I don't eat chocolate all the time. I just want it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you manage it each month? Like what helps you get through it? Um, I mean, I know it's a natural thing. And now for me, it's more regular because I take birth control. And now it's regular because I was skipping all the time. It was great. I never had to spend any money on anything. I just be like <laughs> going on my merry way. So now it's actually annoying. <laughs> I'm not used to carrying stuff in my purse. Well, I mean, now I know when it's going to show up. So at least I can plan for that because yeah. before it would just kind of be like a huge guessing game. Like I'd be like, you know, two months have passed. It might show up pretty soon. I don't know. I just got to carry stuff with me all the time, I guess. But so now I know. It helps me plan my life a little bit better, I guess. Um, but honestly, like if I could choose skipping the whole experience, I would. So if I could go back to not taking birth control and getting a period once every six months, I would be fine with that. But I also don't want osteoporosis. So I, I guess I'll take the period. Great. Fair enough. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because when I was on birth control, it actually helped with the cramps. I just remember I've that. heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that it's supposed to do that and it's supposed to help you with like acne skincare issues as well. That's what I hear, but it does the it opposite depends. for me. Some of, them, some of them help with acne and skincare, but some of them make it worse. It just depends. It but depends yeah. what's like in the ingredients, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. And how your body's going to react to it. But yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I just think periods are inconvenient. Sure. And, and I'll be honest, I wish there are better products out there to help manage, you know, like going through it now for me so often. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think uh, it's something that I more so make do with what's available, but I do feel like I have a lot of preferences, um, whether preferences may be available or not. But anyways, what about <laughs> you, Tempsey? What do you do to manage, you know, this every month? Well, since having a kid, I haven't gotten back on birth control. So definitely the cramps are back. And 
I've noticed that my flow is way heavier, but for a shorter period of time, if that makes sense. Um, and with COVID-19, you know, going around right now, you're not supposed to take Advil because it could cause respiratory issues when you're trying to, I mean, that's just what we've heard. So um, I only take Tylenol, which actually it only helps a little, to be honest, but any little bit helps around that time because it's quite painful. Um, but I am one of those people who always forgets to have products on me. So I'll have to, when I was working with Shelly, I'd have to bother her about it. And, or I'll just have to go to the store and get one of those little, you know, packs. And I have like all these little packs hanging out everywhere, like, cause I forgot I bought it. And I'm like, I'm not usually prepared for this. So I'll just go buy one because I don't know if it's at the office or not. I'm going to wait to office for my car. So I'll just stop somewhere and buy it just in case. I'm just super forgetful, but it's not, it's pretty regular though. So I don't know why, I don't know why I do that. You know, it's funny though. I remember you would ask me like, Hey, do you have like tampons or whatever. And it's so funny because that's when I wasn't taking birth control. So I would never carry anything on me because I'd be like, eh, it's going to be the next six months before I get my period. <laughs> but we had another friend who always had, so mm-hmm, he's very mm-hmm. prepared. Like, I'm like, so. I don't have anything with me. I can't give you anything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I, so now I just put them everywhere. So I have like a couple in my purse, a couple in my desk, a couple here, a couple there in the car. Da, da, da. So like, it's so funny. I'll be able to find it somewhere because I just can't trust myself to have. Um, so yeah. Are you, are you looking into, have you considered trying any other of the, I, I mean, I think these products are not necessarily like brand, brand new, but I think they're gaining more popularity, but, um, any of the sustainable, um, products out there like, um, the cup or anything like that? No, I haven't tried them. Um, there's like reusable panty liners or panties with liners in them. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I guess it would be better for the earth, but I just feel like I would be worried all the time that it wasn't going to work as well or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I haven't done that. Um, and I've, I've heard of the cut, but I've just never seen it and doesn't sound fun, but I wouldn't be against it. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's really funny because, um, so I've purchased a few of these different things, but I haven't really gotten around to trying these things yet because sort of, sort of same, same as you, like, I'm like, is it going to work right? Like, what if I'm out and about, like all that kind of stuff. And I thought to myself, like, man, I should have tried all this stuff when I was working from home because I wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, that's good. That would have been the perfect time because there was only like, I was only working from home for five weeks. So I only had one chance to try any of these things. And then I went back to the office. So, I mean, I, I missed my opportunity. And actually what I thought, because, um, you know, at that time, like quarantine had just started, like it was a serious thing. Like you really needed to stay home, barely go out. I was like, oh shoot, like this is the perfect, I should have, because, or I should have fig- already figured out how to l- learn how to use the cup because I don't have to worry about going to the store and seeing all these empty shelves because everybody bought everything already. I was like, <laughs> shucks. <laughs> well, I'm still working from home. Maybe I can test them out. Yeah. And to be honest with you, so um, I do agree. So there, there, I, I've 
just in passing, seen a lot of ads or things on Amazon or, you know, like whatever website I happen to be on uh, with a variety of these different types of products. And I guess at the end of the day, there are three things that I want to try. So one would be kind of like the like period underwear, right, that people are um, coming out with. But I don't think I would be one to use that for the whole day. Like, I feel like I would use that like during a workout when I'm with my trainer, like that kind of situation where I know I'm only going to be using it for a short period of time, like maybe on a hike, maybe not on a heavy day, like, you know, that kind of thing. I actually have friends who um, were recently pregnant or like had babies and they're considering using this postpartum as, you know, like a just in case kind of thing. I'm like, that's actually, I feel like that could be a good idea. Like, I don't know. I mean, I haven't gone through that, but I feel like that could be a good idea, you know? That'd be a great Um, idea. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, um, so, you know, with seeing all these products, I am that person that goes online and does a lot of research, right. As some of you may have learned by now, (laughs) but, um, I've only like read articles, blog posts, or like seen some like videos on YouTube about people reviewing these things and how they like them or not, or any suggestions that they might have. But I never really knew anyone in person until recently who actually, tried to use like the cup for example so I think that one's like the hardest to me like the hardest or most challenging one to use Um, but what they had suggested is starting off with the smaller size versus the bigger size just to like get yourself used to doing it and it's it's probably a lot easier to use from the get-go so I did order one online and actually I recently found out that um, flexible spending accounts FSAs will allow you to use that money to purchase period products and it, I've seen it on websites there's like a little like you know the the small text that says like now FSA whatever Ooh. eligible or whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah so I tried it and it worked <laughs> nice um so I'm like okay like here I have it I have the you know the smaller size now because I had bought regular based on you know what the website recommended to me but then I have a person in real life now who's like nope you should probably try the smaller <laughs> one first and I was like all right you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to see if I can jump on board this thing. Um, well, what you I'm, could do is it. you could use that. And then if you're worried about leakage, you could um, use one of those absorption panties with it. Oh yeah. So that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because then you're, you're safe in yeah. all ways, right? Yeah. Because I was on IG today and it came up and it said to use on your lighter days or your, your heavier days when you're worried about leakage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you would have to use a yeah. tampon and then, but in this case, why not? Yeah, why you not? You can try both. <laughs> yeah, I know. At the same time, see, two, two birds, one stone. You know. There you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Well, let me know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> There's this funny thing that a comedian talked about in one of his latest in his latest special um, that his daughter wanted a period party, and I was like, "Is this real or is just is this just a bit?" And it it sounded real, like his like who could make that up. Right. He just must have taken advantage of the situation that happened and and just had to talk about it because it's so funny. So what he said was his daughter wanted to have a party where they got red velvet cake and they invited friends over and that she wanted to name her period 
and she named her period Jason because of Friday the 13th. She got it on Friday the 13th. So I was just like, what is happening? Like this would never come up. It never would have come up when I was, you know, first getting my period. It was just so funny. But I thought like, hey, I guess like I'm not against destigmatizing periods as a whole in general. So if that's what people want to do, like go for it. It's a natural thing. There's nothing we can do about it. We as women get it. Um, but having a party for it's kind of weird. So I thought I'd bring it up and see what your thoughts were on it. I know. It sounds like a birthday party, right? Like that kind of thing. Or like, I mean, red velvet cakes, like you're cutting the cake. Like I was like, what? That's not what I thought you meant at all. When you're like a period party, I was like, Oh, they're just like, you know, getting together with their moms, like a bunch of friends and their moms are there. And they're like, Hey girls, like, you know, this could happen to you soon or whatever. Right. Like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I just thought it was funny. Like who does that? I don't know. It must be a new thing that's happening. And they, yeah. If you ever want to hear about that, that's a, the comedian is Burt Kreischer and it was in his last special. I can't remember what it's called, but it's pretty funny. All right, that's it for us today in our period talk episode. Let us know if you've tried any of these sustainable products, um, if you have you know, any other insights into what your experience was like, any funny stories that you're willing to share. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, we're always open to hearing what, what goes on with our audience. But thanks for listening to this episode of The Outright Effect today. You can find us at theoutrighteffect.com. Follow us on our social media accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, all at The Outright Effect. You can also reach out by emailing us at theoutrighteffect at gmail.com. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.